you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Adulthood Academy. It's good to have you here. And this episode, we're going to be talking about what to do with extra money. And this is exactly, exactly the money problem I want for you is deciding what to do with any extra money at the end of the month. So I'm going to walk you through a kind of roadmap, which will help you decide how to prioritize any extra funds to best serve you. Before we get into this episode, let's talk about budget intensives. It's a great way to get together one-on-one and get your budget up and going super fast and have a month of support to make all your adjustments and answer any questions. So we will have a 90-minute call where we'll sort out all of your details, your financials, um, how much debt you're in, what you want to save for in the future. And then I will make basically like a six plus month plan for you uh, that will show you how much money to put towards each goal every single month and just build your budget around those goals and around your plans to become debt-free and save for all the things that you care about. So it's a great way to get up on your feet and get going. Um, I know a lot of like the hesitancy for people to start a budget is overwhelmed. They don't want to do all the research themselves and figure out the process. And I just cut through all of that and we will just get it going. And I will give you all the information you need to get up on your feet with your budget a practical one, a working one that's going to really serve you well. So go ahead. If you want one of those spots, I have two available. Um, If you want one of them, go to angelahatchie.com slash budget intensive, or the link is in the profile. So let's talk about what we're going to do with any extra money. If you've been budgeting for a while, you know, at least every once in a while you have some extra money. And so when I do my weekly money check-ins or I'm closing out my budget for the month, I'm always deciding like, okay, what do I want to put this extra? Who knows how much it is? Maybe it's 20 bucks. Maybe it's $200, whatever it is. Um, I'm deciding what to do with that extra money. And this is kind of the roadmap that I take myself through and I wanted to share it with you guys. So I've spent most of my life on the other end of the spectrum and struggled with having too many days left at the end of the month for the amount of money left in my bank account where I'm like, at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, I have $20 left and I have seven days left in the month. And so I have spent much time, much of my life on the other side of the spectrum, um, trying to figure out how to make my money stretch longer instead of figuring out what to do with any extra money. So if you are on that end of the thing, end of things, I cannot recommend enough that you get yourself on a budget. If you haven't checked out my budget planners, here's a quick little plug for you. Um, Go ahead and check that out there. But um, definitely that was the thing that got me out of that situation. So if you are there, um, getting yourself started on a budget is the thing that's going to help you and make the biggest difference. So if you are left with some extra money at the end of the month um, and you just kind of like leave it in your account or you go shopping with it, I want you to start taking advantage of that extra money in a different way. So let's talk about how to do that and also why to do that. If you have any extra money left at the end of the month, but you have like things that you need to buy or you have expenses coming up that you have to cover, of course, do that with your money first. I'm talking about like the extra, extra money, meaning like you've 
paid all of your bills for the month, you're not behind on anything, and you're just like, I have this extra money sitting in my account, what should I do with it? And how should I prioritize it? So let's say you've made it to the end of the month. And there's like 200 extra bucks sitting in your account. Here's what we can do with it. And we will run through it. doesn't matter again, if it's $200, if it's $50. When I was first starting out budgeting, it was literally like $5. And I built my way up from there. So it doesn't matter what amount it is. There's no judgment. We all have to start from somewhere. So here is your checklist and where to start. The very first thing I always thought about and what I think about still because I'm on variable income is, am I covered for next month's expenses? Is there anything like big-ish coming up in the next couple of months? I told you guys I'm getting my CFP, which is my certified financial planner um, certificate. So I'm thinking about those expenses. I'm like, okay, if I have an extra $200, I could put that towards the next class that I need to purchase and just make life easier for myself when that expense comes up. So start thinking about those expenses. I also prepay my rent. So I'm always like one to two months ahead on my rent. Again, variable income is a bitch. So um, start thinking about those things too. Like, am I sure that I have that covered? Um, if you have big like Certain expenses are due every six months or every 12 months. If you have like auto insurance, that is a big lump of money or taxes, obviously, if you need to start putting away for those expenses that are coming up, do that first. The next thing I think about is if there's any preventative maintenance I can do that will basically prevent me from having a large future expense. So that's things like your car or home maintenance that you can do now that will be a smaller amount now to avoid a bigger amount in the future. So if that's like taking your car to go get um, some fresh tires on it so that your car tires don't blow out and it's like a whole ordeal, um, start thinking about those things too. If you have any extra money, you're like, okay, what can I put this towards that's going to save me? Like not just a headache and stress in the future, but we'll save me money in the future by doing preventative maintenance now. Um, the third thing is to think about how your emergency fund is looking. If you don't have an emergency fund at all, that needs to be a priority before the other things, right? Because if you don't have enough money for your emergency fund, then you definitely don't have enough money to start prepaying your monthly expenses. So get your emergency fund sorted out first. But this is um, if you have an emergency fund, but you've like used some of it, or you just want to top it off, but you've covered those other things, like you've done any preventative maintenance with your money, and you've also prepaid any expenses, the next thing I would encourage you to do is to look at your emergency fund. Can you top it off? Do you have three months of expenses? Do you have six months of expenses? Can you put anything extra in it to kind of give yourself an even bigger safety net? So I do that also regularly. I look at my emergency funds and I'm like, like, okay, have my expenses gone up? Have I started earning more money? So my lifestyle has gotten bigger. So my emergency fund also needs to get bigger. It's just a good time to kind of reevaluate that savings goal in your life and make sure that you, if you once had six months, but your lifestyle and your expenses have gone up and now it's more like that same amount of money is only worth three months. Start thinking about those things too. The next thing you can do is think about if you can make any extra payments to your debt. So if you are on the step where you are paying off your debt or working to pay off small debts or high interest debts, whatever it is, if you have extra money, your emergency funds topped up, those other things we talked about, can you make an extra payment to your debt so that you can get yourself out of debt even faster? So that's like your credit cards, store cards, student loans, anything, really any debt that you can make an extra payment to, go ahead and do that. If it's extra 200 bucks, that's amazing. The next thing, if all of those bases are covered, did you contribute what you needed to for retirement for this month? And then we can take it to a bigger scale too. So I do quarterly check-ins on my money and I see if I'm on track to max out my retirement accounts for the year based on how much money I have to put in every month and how much money is in there right now and how much I can contribute to it. So if, for example, it's like a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, you can contribute $6,000 this year in 2021. So 
if you can contribute extra to your retirement account or extra so that you get on track to max that out for the year, that would be an amazing thing to do with your extra money. And just check on that if you have an extra 50 bucks. I've said a million times, like sometimes I put $20 in my retirement account if that's what I have extra at the end of the week. It's not like any amount is too small. If it's an extra 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is, it's um, prioritizing your expenses and your savings over just buying something because you have an extra 20 bucks. So think about those things too. The next one, and I briefly touched on this about prepaying any future expenses that are coming up. So I talked about any yearly expenses. I'm going to touch on that again. Car insurance, home insurance, property taxes, regular taxes, your Amazon membership. Again, if you don't have a planner, a budget planner, you can go grab one, but this will help you. So you know the exact date, these annual or semi-annual fees are going to be coming out of your account because we don't want like your property taxes to come out and you don't know that it's happening and all of a sudden your bank account is drained. Um, So think about what you can put towards a yearly expense that's going to save you in the future. The next is like, think about any big things you're saving for a vacation, a new car, a down payment on a home, a wedding, you want to have a kid, what new fun could you start if you've like taken care of all of these other things? You've contributed to retirement, your emergency fund is topped off, you've saved for all of your annual expenses. What other big things would you like to start saving for, even if it's not like really on your radar? Like if you are going to have a kid in a couple years, again, it's if all of these other things are done, would you rather put it towards something that you care about, like starting a family, buying home, or just like let it sit in your bank account and go to Amazon, which is usually what happens to me anyway. That's why I have to go through this process with myself. um, Because otherwise, if I let it sit there, I will spend it. So um, if you've done all of those, then you can start thinking about like, okay, can I make an extra payment to my mortgage? Listen, even if you're making like a hundred extra dollar payment to your mortgage, it will save you thousands of dollars in interest and years on your mortgage. And it's like not that much money, right? A hundred extra dollars that you're putting as an extra payment to your mortgage. Um, If it could save you five years and like $20,000, that seems like an easy thing to do. And again, it doesn't need to be some grand amount of money going towards an extra mortgage payment. Any amount is fine. $100 makes a huge, huge difference. And if you want to see kind of the impact that just making these small extra payments can have on your mortgage, go ahead and look up like a mortgage calculator and see how much putting 50 bucks, 100 bucks, how much time, how much money and interest it will save you. So if you've done all of those things and you're like, I still have some extra money, um, another great thing you can do is you could put it towards other future things like your kid's college fund. You can make charitable donations. There's a lot of amazing things that you can do with your money. And I also always encourage people to enjoy your money, right? You work super hard for it. You work over 40 hours every week and it takes away time from your family and your pets and all the things that you like to do. You're trading your time for that money. So enjoy it. That's part of the process. Set aside, if you have this extra money, set some of it aside and do something nice for yourself and your family. You can take a weekend trip, buy a nice bottle of wine and have some filet mignon. You can get some nice new quality clothes to add to your wardrobe. There are just so many amazing things that you can do with your money after you've kind of like gone through this checklist and ticked them off, topped off your emergency fund, done all the responsible things. I always encourage people to enjoy their money as well, because again, it's a lifelong process is taking care of your money and we need to enjoy it a little bit, right? So 
One thing I want to talk to you guys about quickly is my budget planners. They're 12-month budget planners, and it's been so amazing. The first round of people just got their budget planners in the mail, and I have tutorials set up that they can watch and walk you through the process of setting up your budget planner. But I think having just a system and something in place that's like a physical copy is really beneficial to you in just getting really organized with your finances. So in the budget planner, again, it's undated. You can start it whenever in whichever month. You don't have to start at the beginning of the next year. You can start now. And inside the budget planner, there's space to keep track of all of your subscriptions. There's a bill and income calendar. So you know exactly what date and how much is coming out of your bank account. And so you don't lose track of anything. You can keep track of what day you get paid and you can see exactly what's going on in your bank account. And it also has all of the uh, monthly worksheets to keep you on track with your expenses and what you're saving for in the future and help plan for those sinking funds, those long-term things that you're saving for. There's plenty of room for that too. And annual worksheets to keep track of those long-term expenses as you make progress on them. Places to keep track of how much debt you're paying off and kind of make a plan for that too. So they've just been really amazing for people to get really organized with their finances. And it's just been so amazing to have it all in one place. So if you want your own 12-month budget planner, you can head to my website, angelahatchie.com slash budget planner, or that's always in the description of this episode. Now let's talk about what to do with extra, extra money. Let's say you've contributed to all of those things we talked about, all the things you care about. You don't have debt anymore. Your emergency fund is fully stocked then what do you do with your money, right? Because at that point you can kind of feel like, well, and I have all this extra money and I can go spend it. I can kind of like raise my lifestyle cost. Um, but I think there are some other ways that we can use that money really wisely to set ourselves up even better for the future. The very first thing is, is there another way that you contribute more to your retirement? So maybe that means you can open up an HSA, a health savings account, or start getting into something like ETFs or mutual funds or another kind of tax advantage way to contribute to retirement. Because if we are doing our best to stay on track with retirement, it is kind of a multi-pronged approach in the sense that you have to max out multiple accounts or you have to kind of be creative and get to the amount that you're going to need for retirement. So if you are at this stage, um, not only do I recommend doing this, but I also recommend maybe it's time to go um, hire a retirement planning professional who will walk you through this whole process so that if you have extra, extra money, we're not just letting it sit there. We're putting it in tax advantaged accounts. We're opening HSAs, health savings accounts that you can draw on when you're older and you might have some health things come up as old people usually do, or you can start um, like a kid's college savings account for your kid. There's a lot of extra things that you can do with your money that's going to help you and serve you even better in the future. That would be an amazing thing to do with your money. The second thing to do with extra, extra money is to start saving for an investment property. Again, this plays into the whole retirement planning. You're kind of um, moving up in your financial journey where you don't have debt anymore, your house is paid off, you're kind of up in that um, area where you have that extra money to kind of play around with. An investment property is a great thing to do because maybe if you start saving for an investment property, that means you get to retire a couple years early and draw on rental income. That would be a great thing to do or a house that you can flip and sell for more money. And there's a lot that you can do there with that extra, extra money too. Another thing that you can do is invest in yourself. So if you have a dream business that you've been wanting to um, kind of get off the ground and get going, you could use your money to invest in yourself, get the education or the certificate 
or get the website going, get the web designer paid. There's a lot that you can do that, again, would set yourself up better in the future if you can invest in yourself and get a business going off the, off the ground. Maybe it takes off. It takes five years to build. And again, you can you can retire early or quit your job and just work on your dream business. That would be a great thing to do too. And the last thing I want to talk about is work to di- diversify your assets. Again, this would come in handy if you're at this stage and you're working with um, a retirement planning professional, they will bring this up as well. Working to diversify your assets is super crucial because we don't want all of our money in the stock market. We don't want all of our money in precious metals. We want to have a diverse asset portfolio. So maybe that's your house is paid off. That's an asset. You have a good chunk of money in the stock market. That's also diversified in stocks and bonds, international, domestic companies, all that kind of stuff. Um, You have an investment property. You have a side hustle that you've invested in in yourself. Maybe that means you have open HSAs and you have a college savings account for your kids, all of those kind of things. So other things that you could do would be Um, diversify into precious metals. So if you are at this stage, again, this is an amazing thing to do with extra, extra money is buy some precious metals, open a precious metals IRA. You can buy fancy artwork. Like there's so many amazing things. You can be an angel investor for somebody else getting their kind of business and dream or invention off the ground. And those are all kind of amazing things that you can do with extra money. Again, please enjoy your money. If you're at this stage, you've worked super hard for it. You've kind of got all your ducks in a row at this point, you're paid off debt, you have an emergency fund, your house is paid off, and you're just deciding what to do with this extra money. There's amazing things that you can do with it. And you've worked super hard to get to this point. Enjoy your money, go on vacation, like build up a fund for an annual vacation to take your family on, go to the beach, go to a tropical island, (laughs) go skiing in the French Alps. Like, please go do those things with your money because you've worked really hard. But these are just like some touch points that I want you to think about if you're in this stage about things that are coming down the pipeline. And also, even though I'm currently not to the stage uh, in my finances either, I'm still looking forward to these things as options in the future because I would like to have an investment property. I would like to um, diversify my assets even further. I would like to eventually open a college savings account. If Kevin and I decide to have kids, I would like to open an HSA and get more into like mutual funds and all that kind of stuff in the future too. So it's all just kind of like in the back burner in my mind. And I want you to have that kind of in the back of your mind as well. So that's some really great options of what to do with extra, extra money. But of course, when you get to that stage and you're like doing really great with your money, I would highly encourage you to go um, hire a retirement planning professional because they will make sure that you are contributing exactly what you need, give you a clear path to a luxurious retirement, which is what I want for everybody. I don't want anybody to be at this stage and they have to bag groceries part-time for the health benefits. Like I don't want that for anybody. So a great option at this stage would be to go talk to that professional um, and just make sure that you are going to be able to retire with a plush amount of cash so you can go sip champagne on the French Riviera and I will see you there, hopefully. Um, but hopefully you got some good ideas out of this episode. Even like I always tell people, it doesn't matter how much extra money you have. When I first started doing this, literally it was dollars, like $5, $10, $3. And I was kind of like rolling it over and building this grand plan and this grand scheme. So It doesn't matter how much extra money you have. It's just about being intentional and working with it and having priorities mapped out like exactly what I talked about in this episode 
so you have a plan, you know exactly what to do with that extra money. You're not like, oh, I'll just spend it or I'll just buy a coffee with it or maybe I'll make an extra debt payment. Having a clear plan and a clear map is really super important. So hopefully you found that really helpful and you guys know how to find me if you want to message me on Instagram. Like I said, I think in the last episode, a podcast is a one-way conversation. So it's me just talking into my computer, but I would love to develop a relationship with you outside of this podcast. Um, Everything that I create, I create these podcast episodes and all my free content with a purpose. Like I don't hold back on these episodes and I want them to be super useful for you and a way for you to really boost your financial literacy in a really serious way. And for me to do that and create episodes that mean a lot to you and that you get a lot from, I need to hear your input too. So if you have episodes that you want to hear, um, if there are certain topics that you want me to talk about or address, or you just have questions that you want me to answer in an episode, I'm happy to do that because the whole point of putting myself out there and starting my business is not for me to just talk to a computer. It's to build a community of people who are working really hard on their financial goals and they have big things they want to accomplish and they want to enjoy their money and they don't want to feel stressed about it. That's the community that I'm trying to build. So you are part of this community if you're listening to it. And I want to thank you so much for being here and for participating, listening to these episodes. And I would love for you to join me. And you can find me on Instagram, Angela Hatchie, nice and easy for you. Or you can send me an email and all my contact information and links and everything is in the show notes um, for every episode. So you can find it there. And then if I mention like any statistics or sources or anything, I also put all of those links in the show description as well. I have a blog post for every episode, which is on my website. And I have like my key takeaways from every episode. And then if I mention any action pieces, like you could do this to get started on this goal, do A, B, and C for this goal. Um, If there's anything like that in an episode, you can find that in the blog post as well. Again, AngelaHatchie.com. I made it really easy. It's just my name and you can find it Um, everywhere. So again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know, and it really means a lot to me that you've taken the time out to listen to my podcast. I know that there's a lot of options out there and really great content. So it's not something which I take lightly. And then the last thing I wanted to just end cap this episode with is I have something really exciting coming that I've been working on for mm, probably months at this stage. And it's kind of a really amazing offer that is going to be the accountability portion and the motivation component of budgeting consistently that I feel like a lot of programs or a lot of people kind of have trouble with that piece because budgeting is great in theory and it can do a lot for you, but staying accountable to that and to your goals and to doing it every single month on a consistent basis is the really tricky part for a lot of people because even if you know how to do it, Life is so busy and hectic and there's a million things on all of our plates that it's really easy to fall off track and kind of like get demotivated and your motivation kind of like ebbs and flows. And I totally, of course, 100% understand that. I've been budgeting now for like six six or seven years. And I can tell you, I've never been consistently motivated ever. It's something that comes and goes and something that you kind of have to cultivate. And I've been able to do that pretty well. And this new um, kind of service and program is going to be community-based. It's going to be a low ticket offer that is just kind of like a no-brainer to work together and to have the accountability and the motivation portion of budgeting kind of nailed down for you. And it's going to have guest experts and there's going to be different topics every month. And it's just going to be a great resource for continuing your financial journey because everything changes all the time. Like you're saving for different stuff. You're making a different amount of income. You're in more debt. You're in less debt. Everything changes all the time. So this is kind of meant to fill that kind of 
space in your life. So I'm really excited to share it with you guys. And I've been working super hard on it. And I will be sharing more details with you guys. Um, My podcast people are usually the first people to know about stuff. So there will be more details coming your way in the coming weeks. But I'm just really excited to share it with you guys. And I think it's going to be the perfect kind of puzzle piece for a lot of people's financial situation. So again, thank you so much for being here for listening. And I would love to connect with you on social media or via email. And I hope you are having a wonderful day and enjoy your weekend. And I will see you on the next episode. 